You've probably heard this story before. A couple falls in love, they discover bicycle touring, they decide to sell everything and travel indefinitely by bike. Happily ever after, right? In this video, I'm gonna talk about something we, we haven't really dis discussed publicly too much, and that's why we stopped uh, continuously traveling. I still distinctly remember back in 2009, um, right when we were selling everything and about to throw a big going away party, we're leaving uh, Long Beach. I sat down with uh, a colleague at the time and we had coffee and he wanted to give me some advice. And this piece of advice had always stuck with me. And this is what he said. He said, Russ, basically in this world, there are two types of people. There are farmers and there are sailors. Farmers are those people that are uh, really deeply embedded into their community. They see joy in seeing the sunrise and sunset uh, over the fruits of their labor and really watching things uh, that they invest in grow. And sailors, on the other hand, what brings them joy is the prospect of seeing new horizons, of meeting new people, of being in a different landscape. And sometimes you are the farmer and sometimes you are the sailor. But the point is not that one is better than the other. The world needs both, farmers and sailors. So clearly now we're definitely more in the farmer category. Uh, you know, Laura has a job at Adventure Cycling and I'm doing the YouTube here. But how did we get here? What was the motivation to stop doing this thing that seemed to be like living the dream, right? That's what you always hear about endless travel. It's the ultimate luxury item. Why would you ever want to stop? And before I go any further, I really want to emphasize that these are our personal reasons. There are some people that can just travel and keep on traveling, traveling and are completely fine with that. But this is uh, our reasons why we ultimately decided um, to kind of stop and, and settle down a little bit. You know, when you first set off, everything is so shiny and new. Uh, there's this real honeymoon travel period where you're in constant awe that you're doing this amazing thing. You're really stimulated with all the, the things you're doing, the, the sights you're seeing, the people that you're meeting. It is clearly one of the, the most amazing experiences you can possibly have. And it, and it truly is wonderful. You know, I don't wanna take away from that experience if that's what uh, you're working up towards or if that's what you're experiencing now. But for us, we did find that there was a big honeymoon period but then kind of, you know, the reality of the situation really started to encroach, uh, you know, on the experience. We started to realize travel for what it was. It wasn't necessarily a better life. It was, you know, a different life, you know, the farmer and the sailor. And when we finally decided to, to settle in Portland, put some roots down, it was really tough. I mean, when you travel for that long, you have it ingrained as your identity, that you're a traveler, whatever that means. And we actually uh, didn't buy a bed for over a year. Uh, Laura and I, you know, we had an apartment, but we slept on our sleeping pads, had very minimal gear, basically still had our clothes and our panniers, just because after three years of having that as your identity, it's really hard to shake off. And the day that we, we got a bed, it was a huge deal. It was like, oh my God, we're buying a major piece of furniture. That transition we made from uh, farmer to sailor back to farmer is complete. So looking back, um, there are essentially four reasons uh, I think ultimately we decided to, to kind of settle down. Um, the first one is that we were tired. I mean, we were just absolutely tired through our bones, uh, not just physically tired, but mentally tired. Uh, when you're constantly moving on bike or however you choose to travel, I feel like there's always a low level kind of anxiety going on. 
just because you don't have your own space, uh, you're constantly at the, at the whim of where you're at, who you're staying with, what the situation is. You can't, there's never like a, a truly safe, comfortable space where you can kind of just regroup and recharge. I think we were also tired from uh, making decisions. You know, when you, when you travel like that, um, you know, you, it's not like you have no decisions to make. You're making decisions all the time about where you're gonna find food, how much food you have to carry on the next uh, you know, stretch of the journey, where you're gonna stay, is there lodging there? Do you have to free camp? Do you have to reach out and warm showers? So we were, I, I think that ultimately we were still making the basic life decisions of, of trying to figure out food and shelter, um, but it was complicated by the fact that we were constantly moving and that just became, you know, it, at a certain point, it became super tiring and super stressful. Second reason is a little bit complicated and hard to explain until you get a chance to do something like this. And it's that there was a little bit of emptiness in all the beauty that we were seeing. Those first 12 months, um, constantly awed by you know, beautiful sunsets we were experiencing, amazing roads, uh, all the wonderful campsites we were camping at. But if you can believe it or not, you can get too much of a good thing and sort of become desensitized to the beauty. And to me, that was, um, that was a really sad point. You know, we still appreciated you know, the beauty of our surroundings, but it didn't have that quite the same impact that I felt like it should have. It's sort of like eating um, candy all the time. You know, in small doses, it's fun, it's wonderful, you get a big high, but when that's all you eat, it feels, I mean, it's empty calories. I found that although you know our lives were filled with beauty, uh, what we lost was kind of a sense of purpose, if that makes sense. I don't think Laura and I are, were really into it, into it just for kind of the hedonistic aspect of of uh, travel, but you know we we wanted to do something with it, to create something larger than ourselves, and you know by constantly traveling, um, that just wasn't happening. So the third reason, um, again, a little bit more complicated, uh, is when you travel long-term, when you're out there for months or years, you know, you're doing a singular activity, but you're still evolving and changing and growing as a person. Just because we were bike touring doesn't mean we didn't have other interests that we still wanted to fulfill uh, in our lives. Bike touring and that travel was an aspect of it, was one part, but you know we're kind of, complicated uh, beings and we still always have other interests we want to nurture. So for example, you know, I really wanted to get into video editing, but constantly moving didn't really afford the chance to, uh, you know, to learn properly, to practice those skills on a consistent basis and to kind of evolve that interest I had. So I feel like it wasn't really until we, we settled down, that I was able to, to, to jump deep into it and make videos so that this so that this YouTube channel could exist. Likewise, you know, I have a deep interest in all sorts of arts, from um, you know watercolors to drawing. That stuff isn't conducive when you're constantly traveling. So, in some ways, the best way to sum it up is that is the transaction cost of traveling. You choose to travel at kind of the loss of other activities. You can't do it all, unfortunately, at least in our experience. Okay, so the the fourth and final reason and uh, probably one of the most important ones that really uh, kind of sealed the deal in terms of us deciding to, to not continuously move, and that is we really lacked a sense of community. I mean, you can 
build a, a big virtual following and it's cool to do meetups and everything, chat with people, DM, all that stuff. But we really actually just missed seeing the same people on a daily basis. I mean, don't get me wrong, when we traveled, uh, we stayed with so many people, over 100 people during our travels. We did all sorts of presentations. Uh, we, we met people that have become our real friends now, now that we're settled down. But when you're going and going and going, you're always saying hello, you're always saying goodbye. And at a certain point, it was just, it, it just makes the, the heart ache to constantly say goodbye uh, to all these cool people. Like you want to hang out with people, uh, see them more than, you know, just for the 40 hours you're staying with them. I feel like there's an innate human need to have a community, to have real friends, uh, to build relationships, to be part of something larger than yourselves. And uh, ultimately, that was one of the, the, the bigger deciding factors um, that made us want to stop the traveling. All that said, uh, we do not regret uh, all the travel that we did, that experience of, of selling everything and traveling. Um, you know, that was, that was 10 years ago. You know, we're older, we've had different experiences, our priorities have changed, so we wanna do more travel in the future, definitely, but it's gonna look different. And that's something that we've come to uh, learn over the last couple of years. And that is kind of being uh, honest with what your, your wants and needs are. They change. You know, 10 years ago, our want and need was to get rid of everything and travel. And, you know, 10 years later, that's not all of it. There are elements of that that we, we still like, but there are other things that uh, have bubbled up more as priorities now. So hopefully that has shed some light on uh, why we aren't con continuously touring right now, um, some of the ups, upsides and downsides of living the dream, so to speak. But I'm curious, uh, what do you guys think? Have you guys sold everything and traveled? Are you still traveling or have you settled in as well? What lessons uh, have you learned? What made you want to settle back down? Or are you someone that aspires to do something like this? Uh, what do you think of these lessons? I mean, I totally don't mean to be a downer. I think if you wanna do it, you should totally do it. But know that it's a choice, just like any choice. It's a lifestyle, just like any lifestyle. I don't think the, the lifestyle of being a traveler is categorically better than uh, being something else. I know that kind of takes the, the romanticism away from it, but honestly, that, that's, that's, I mean, that's the conclusion we came up with. Uh, you guys might come up with your own conclusions. But let me know what you think in the comments below. And uh, if you like content like this, like, share, subscribe. Uh, consider supporting the channel via PayPal and Patreon. All the links are below. And as always, keep the supple side down.